Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm so excited to share with you some incredible interviews with wonderful entrepreneurs, business owners, and amazing people in my life that are practicing gratitude, self-love, and living with kindness. I also sprinkle in a few solo episodes, and occasionally you'll see family members join in for the fun as well. Hi friends, I'm so excited that you've joined me for this episode of the podcast. I have a brand new guest today, Kimberly Day, who has a very powerful story and I love her positive energy and attitude. And I want to say that when I listened to this interview again while preparing for the podcast, I actually took notes. So if you are not driving or walking or doing something else while listening to the podcast, you might want to have a little notebook ready to just grab some of the really cool things that Kim shares with us. Now we are in October here in Canada and that's when we celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving. I don't know about you, but I've never really been big on the tradition behind Thanksgiving. I'm not really sure that that's what I wanna honor at this time of year. So I focus on the word itself and giving thanks and focusing on being grateful. So I've started a 30 days of gratitude challenge. You can do it through social media. You can do it privately, however you choose to. I've created a really cool little grid that gives you ideas if you're going to do a social media um, 30 days of gratitude challenge. So ideas on what to be grateful for every day. So for example, you know, your pets or something in nature or an electronic device. I was thankful for my phone the other day, which takes all of my photos. And you can use that as a guide for the 30-day challenge. So you can find that on my website, wakeupwithgratitude.com under blog. And then it's just called 30 Days of Gratitude Challenge. And you can download the image right there. I encourage you to browse around the site, check out the store while you're there too, because I do have a set of 30 Days of Gratitude cards that you could also use for this challenge. Whether you join us for the challenge or not, I hope that this season of October brings so much gratitude and thanks into your life and that no matter what challenges you face, that this podcast maybe brings a little bit of positivity and gratitude and kindness into your life every week. Kimberly Day is a woman who chose to fight what she wanted in her life instead of letting herself be beaten by a cancer diagnosis. While being treated for breast cancer, she invested her time and money into personal development through a program called Quantum Leap. After writing her first business book to use as a marketing tool, she realized she was no longer passionate at her career as a financial advisor and made the leap to entrepreneur. Kim is the award-winning author of Write and Grow Rich, How to Use a Book to Supersize Your Brand, Your Business, and Your Bank Account. She helps coaches, consultants, and service-based entrepreneurs overcome the daily struggle of finding their next client, stand out from the crowd in their industry, and increase visibility, credibility, and authority by publishing a book. Please welcome Kim Day. Hello and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm very excited to have a special guest with me today. Good morning, Kimberly. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. So Kimberly Day is an award-winning author of Write and Grow Rich, How to Use a Book to Supersize Your Brand, Your Biz, and Your Bank Account. And we have only known each other for a very short period of time, but we have this really instant connection. 
through a great organization called Peak Potentials. And I haven't done any programs with the organization for some time, but um, Kim was sharing how it had a really big impact on her life and what she's doing. And she's actually a cancer survivor who totally reinvented herself. Uh, like so many of us, when we go through really difficult times, you know, we make the decision that we get one life, we're gonna make it happen. And Kim is really the embodiment of someone who's like, that's it, no more, I'm following my dreams. And not only that, not only is she following her own dreams, she's helping others along the way. And so I'm very excited to introduce you to our community. I'd love it if you could just share a little bit of your story. I know I've shared kind of bits of it, but if you could kind of bring the picture together for us, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much, Julie, I appreciate it. So yeah, so long story short, um, I am currently the author of Write and Grow Rich, where I show entrepreneurs how they can write and publish a book to use as a marketing tool to grow their business. But it wasn't always that way. So for over 13 years, I was a financial advisor. So if you can remember way back to when we used to be able to go to live networking events, I was the one, and usually one of many that was there alongside the realtors and the mortgage brokers. So this industry was super saturated. And furthermore, being in finance, it's a slow and it's a skeptical industry because people don't always want to reveal that information to you. That it takes a long time for people to trust you and open up. So I was always looking for ways to improve my marketing um, and do better in, with respect to lead generation. And I was very passionate about what I do. I think um, having a great grasp on your finances is extremely important, um, not only in business, but in your life. And so I was excited to help people along that journey, but I was having trouble bringing them in and, and, uh, and getting kind of some traction, I guess, if you will, in my business. And I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but have you ever known when things are just not, some, something's not right in your world, the universe starts putting lessons in front of you until you kind of figure that lesson out. And, and then if you didn't figure that lesson out, they put an even bigger one in front of you. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden you've got the sledge, the universe has the sledgehammer in its hand going like, if you're not going to get the lesson, I'm ready to use the sledgehammer. Um, well, that's kind of what happened to me. So in 2015, I was at 43 years old. I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And then kind of, again, everything changed. I call it my uh, TSN turning point of the game, if you will. I was struggling in business. I was not married. I had no kids. And I, I was facing death, like right in the face. Because not only had I been diagnosed with breast cancer, but my mom who had been diagnosed at breast cancer at the age of 36, passed away from it at the age of 48. So this was like, there was no bigger reality check that could have landed smack in my face. And it was, um, it was a hard time because I had to look inward and look at myself and go like, if, I, if, if everything, if I lose it all right now, like what will I have accomplished in my life? What did I do? Who did I help? What's the legacy that I'm gonna be leaving behind? What are people, people going to say about me at my funeral? And I thought to myself, you know, quite honestly, like I was a loser. I was like, I, ha I wasn't where I needed to be. I wasn't where I thought I was going to be, that's for sure. And so, again, I don't know if you can relate to that where you think, oh, I, I thought I would be so much further ahead than where you are right now. And I'm here to tell you it doesn't necessarily need to be a big life-changing moment like cancer. 
that makes you make a decision to change your life. It can be anything. You can make that decision now, today, to do better and be more and have it all and go after your dreams. So as you can see, I survived the cancer, so which was awesome. Um, and then it actually changed the whole course of my life because I started and embarked on that journey of personal and self-development. So um, Julie mentioned Peak Potentials. It's now called Success Resources America, but it's a huge, big program. Mm -hmm. And it started with a three-day event called the Millionaire Mind Intensive. And in it, they talk to you about how a lot of your results in life are all because of the thoughts and the beliefs and the habits that you're doing. So, which is very relatable to gratitude and, you know, having a positive mindset and understanding that all of your results start from within. And I went on this journey. Their program that I signed up for was called Quantum Leap. So of course I had made that decision in cancer that that was it. I no more was I going to play small. I was getting off the sidelines of the game of life and I was going big. So Quantum Leap seemed to be like, well, if that's not a sign that I should take it, Oh, I don't know what else is. So I jumped right in or, or leaped, if you will, off the cliff. And I ended up on this journey of taking all of these courses. And through that, met so many amazing mentors and uh, people who were achieving success in their businesses, in their lives, in their relationships, in their health, in their finances. And I was like, this were, these were places when I would be, the, be at these meetings that I, my heart just felt full. And I just felt so excited to be there. And I knew that. I needed to be in this space somehow. So I wrote my first book, The Financial Fitness Playbook. And in less than 12 months, my whole business had changed. I was attracting clients now instead of having to chase them. I was getting uh, featured on local news, TV, radio, like everything was going along amazing, except for then I kind of had the second big realization of my life, which was there was probably a reason that I wasn't attracting as many clients into my business that I had wanted to back then. And that's because I was in the wrong business. And that was that icky feeling of, I can't do this for another 13 years, but oh my God, I've invested 13 years and I've now written a book. So have you ever felt that way where you've been in your career or your business or your relationship so long that you just feel like you can't give up, but maybe it's not about giving up. Maybe it's about, it's time for a change. Well, I really think what I want to grab one quick thing of what you just shared there, which is this sunk cost, right? We, we've put all these years into something, a business, a job, a career, a relationship, and this feeling of, well, I've already put so much time and effort into it. I need to see this through. What I love about your story is that you said I need to listen to my heart, my soul, my intuition. You, you're literally facing death. And that's, if there's, there's no bigger sign than like that moment where you literally may lose your life. And that moment of realizing like, well, no, it doesn't matter that all I made all these decisions before today, right now is when I can make those different decisions. And I really love that you, you did the quantum leap. You went for it at a time where you could have easily just been like, oh, I'm dealing with this cancer thing. Like it's not the right time for me, but you really like, I just really admire that part of your story where it wasn't like one or the other. It was like, I'm just going to go all in. Um, that must've been difficult though. Like, cause you said you were going through treatment and doing these, this investment in, in self-development. How was that experience for you? 
You know, I have to say, like, we hear lots of crazy horror stories about cancer treatment and how it wipes you out and, you know, the nausea and the vomiting and the this and the that. I, I really feel blessed and grateful. It was kind of where gratitude started for me, where I, I felt grateful that um, the treatment wasn't really that hard for me. Yes, I lost all my hair. So I was at that three-day MMI event rocking the bald head like I just didn't and I didn't wear wigs I because I just they itched me and I, they bothered me and I just I just owned it yeah. and I I just went for it you know and the whole idea of making a decision I think yeah. everything starts with decision making when you plant your flag and make a decision it's like the universe sees it like a beacon of light and it's and it's and it just it sends things to you. Like I just got goosebumps even saying that. Like I really believe everything starts with decision. And of course it needs to be followed up by taking some action. You can't just go, yep, I'm going to do it. And then lay on the couch with the remote in your hand. Like you need to go start taking action steps, but you might not know what the whole path looks like, but all you need to do is take that one step and then take the next step and then the next step. And the quantum leap program was so amazing that I actually after completing the whole program, I went back and I was doing about 10 times a year volunteering at the events. It was that powerful for me. I, I agree. And it was for me, it was more than a decade ago when I volunteered at those MMI events. And I still have friendships from that time when I volunteered because yeah. of this energy and this desire to change your life. You know, I never invested in quantum leap. Uh, I don't really know why, to be honest, but whatever reason it was when the one course that I did mention that I did was the warrior training and that, that training, that was in 2008. I still have memories of what we did during that training, the kind of experiences we had. I mean, experienced a sweat lodge. We experienced walking over coals, like all these things made such an impression in my life and really changed my mindset for the better. But like you said, just because I went to a course in 2008, there's 12 years between, you know, in that time, it's this continuous journey, this continuous investment. And sometimes a great way to invest in our own um, personal development is actually to support and help, help others, which is kind of what your business is based around right now. You're really focused on helping others. So tell me a little bit about what that looks like. Because I, I want to say something before you explain more of your business. You really impressed me because you've said you built your business, your successful business with no official website and no email list. And I was like, what is she doing? This is incredible. So I need to hear more about this part of your story. <laughs> That's so funny. I know most people are kind of blown away when I tell them that, but I think people get to, um, people get so held up with, with literally the fears, I think it is, and limiting beliefs that they have about, about what they need to have in order to start a business. Right. Entrepreneurs, and this is of course my opinion, my perspective. Entrepreneurs are paid to solve problems for people. And I mean, we can take a look at what's going on in the world right now. And the question I would ask is, do you think there's more? there's less problems in the world right now. People are, if you have a skill or you have a message or you have a service that can help others, people are looking for help now more than ever. Do you not think having to shelter in place and the pandemic didn't start a whole bunch of people? For me, it was cancer. I guarantee you there's going to be a lot of people that step out of the pandemic 
into new businesses, into new relationships, making shifts in their lives. Because it doesn't need to be a health crisis. It can be an economic crisis. It can be a job loss. It can be um, the loss of a loved one. It can be the loss of a pet. Um, it could be moving to a new city. The, the catalyst doesn't need to be something big and catastrophic. It could simply be waking up in the morning one day and going, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And the one thing cancer did teach me is that life is way too short to do anything you don't want to do. So for me, right? Like let that sink in a minute. Breathe into that. Right? Life is too short to do something you don't want to do. And if it makes you miserable, if you're going, oh, if on Sunday you start to feel anxiety because you have to go to work on Monday and by Wednesday you're, you're counting the minutes and the days till Friday, maybe that's all you need to think about how you could make a pivot. And, you know, you're saying all this and people, there's going to be people listening that are like cringing, but I can't quit my job, but I can't make that shift, but I can't. This is the time. Our world is in complete upheaval. If there's actually, this sounds really strange, but I think you'll, you'll hear me on this is that there's actually never been a better time to shift because the planet is shifting, right? Everything we've ever known and counted on really has been dismantled. Like you said, I, like I used to build my entire business on live networking for 11 years. When I lived in Ontario, I built my businesses through live networking events, moved across the country. I lived on the mainland in Vancouver for a very short time, started a little bit of networking there and then moved to Vancouver Island where the networking live, like there's like one thing once <laughs> a month and that was it. Having to re completely reimagine the way that I build connections and relationships. And this was before the pandemic even started, but now that option that I always used to rely on, which was meeting people in person, it's off the table for who knows how long. So what you're saying, and I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like, you don't need, like the crisis is in front of us. So you might as well, you know, just find a way to do things that bring you joy and um, maybe part-time. So tell me a little bit about how this like book process works with people. Like, do they have to be a full-time entrepreneur? What kind of people do you work with? So typically I work with entrepreneurs who already have an existing business. So okay. Um, think about my example as a financial advisor. So I can mm. help service professionals. So uh, financial advisors, mortgage brokers, realtors, people in busy, um, really um, busy markets, I, I want to say, or saturated markets would yeah. probably be a better word. Uh, so people that are looking to stand out from the crowd, you know, position themselves as an expert. So if we were both realtors and somebody was interviewing us to sell our house, and I'm showing up to the interview with a book and giving them a signed copy and going, here's some tips on how to sell your house. The chances are, as long as there was a decent connection as well, I'm going to get that person's listing over you. Perhaps, not every time, but it definitely helps um, shorten the sales cycle. It builds credibility and trust because being a published author makes people perceive you as an expert. Despite that you have the same knowledge in your head, I just took it out of my head. I wrote it on paper, packaged it up pretty, and all of a sudden they think I'm more of an expert than you, right? So that's one of the, one of the types of people that I help. I've also helped uh, coaches, consultants, people who are running um, online programs or offline programs or retreats or workshops. Again, a book is just a fabulous way 
to get out there, be positioned as a thought leader in your space, be able to attract the right type of client into your business, because it's not always about just throwing something at the wall and hoping it's going to stick. It's how do you get the right type of client into your business? So for example, if you're a coach or consultant that does discovery calls or breakthrough sessions, if you use your book as a lead magnet, for, for example, then the person coming on the call has already raised their hand and said, I'm interested in that topic matter. So you pre-qualified everybody that gets on the phone with you, which again, saves you time, saves them time, um, and typically results in a stronger um, conversion or a stronger enrollment ratio where you're actually saying to somebody, you know what, I have all of these resources, you've got this challenge, I've achieved the results for myself. I've helped others achieve the same results. And I know that I can help you achieve them faster than you probably could on your own because it's not about lack of information today. You can go on Google and figure out how to do anything. When we hire a coach or, or somebody to help us, it's because we need that extra bit of handholding. We need the accountability. We need the community and the camaraderie. And that's what, you know, that's what I provide when I'm teaching somebody how to do this whole process. Well, and it's also having a trusted advisor and also someone to bring together the information for you. I think that's what a great book will do. We'll put together the information in one place because if I'm Googling all kinds of different financial information, first of all, I don't know who necessarily to trust. Second of mm -hmm. all, if I'm like trying to piece together different thoughts from different people, I might get really confused. So I love that idea of like putting your thoughts and how you do business and how you support your clients and how you think, because really... Yeah. Um, financial advisement, like not all financial advisors think the same, obviously they are all different human beings and we think differently. So I love that mm -hmm. concept of this is really going to set me apart because, um, I'm doing this in this way and do we align and that I know ahead of time, if I'm aligned, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you focus mostly on a print book or an ebook? Do you have an opinion either way on what is a, cause I know ebooks were a really big fad for a really long time, but I, I have a physical book, which is the Kindle as well, but I love using my physical book. So I'm curious about your opinion on that. I am a physical book person too. Okay. And I don't think physical books will ever go away no. even in the digital age. So, um, in my, in the publishing section. So my, I have a, my program is a five, step system. I call it my five P's. So plan, promote, publish, produce, and profit. So in that publish phase, I do talk about all of the publishing options. So whether somebody is just doing a PDF version, an ebook, a paperback, a hardback, an audiobook. So there are multiple ways to get your book out into the world. Most people do at least ebook and paperback. I love to have a, um, a box of books at home. I love to be able to, there is, there will always still be face-to-face -face networking and local uh, networking. And I'll tell you what, the look on somebody's face when you hand them a book that you've, uh, that you've signed from them is priceless. It's a gift and it's, um, and people are, are grateful for that. And, you know, I can pardon, or pun intended, a book has shelf life. So <laughs> it, nobody throws yeah, right, out a book. It does. Right? It, it doesn't just appear. It's like, it's the same concept to talk about when I send physical cards to people. Like I make physical gratitude cards because sending a physical card, it sits on your desk. It has that shelf life. Same with a book. You know, you leave with a book. Um, yeah. I love that. I love that so much, the physical book. But you know, today I actually ship my book a lot more than I used to because uh, I'm not, I used to, so I don't, this is a fun little story, but um, when I would go to networking events or um, like um, self-development or conferences and things like that, I would always put like 
one to three copies in my bag of my book, 30 Days of Gratitude. And there was always someone I was like, this book was meant for you. And they just get so excited. I'm like, let me sign the book for you. And you know, it was a really cool, like I learned a long time ago that my book is a marketing tool. Um, but I love, I don't know a lot of people who actually built a business around helping people to accomplish that because I think there's a, maybe, and you can maybe clear this up, but there's maybe a misunderstanding that like, you know, publishing a book, you can sell it and make tons of money. And I'm like, I don't really think that's necessarily the purpose of the book. The book itself is an investment in a marketing tool for your business, as opposed to the book itself being the profit model itself. Is that, does that make sense? That is the consensus in this world, okay. the book marketing world. Yes. Okay. Now there's um, fiction writers and people writing like romance novel after romance novel. They're doing it to sell books. But in the world of business and using it as a marketing tool, the object for me is not to sell books. Right. And the analogy that, um, that I use is like selling your books is like stepping over dollars to pick up nickels. Mm. So if you, as an example, are a coach that offers a $1,000 a month program or a $500 a month program to your clients to help them achieve some sort of a transformational result, do you want to sell a $5 or a $10 book or do you want to sell the $500 or $1,000 program? That's the difference. So the book is designed to really attract that perfect client who needs your help into your business. It's designed to, as a strategy to allow people to understand that while they're reading the book, they're getting that sense of, of who you are, like you talked about. So they're getting to know, like, and trust you during the reading of the book phase. They're also being taught in the book that there are ways that they can continue to work with you to take next steps. So there's lots of strategies that we implement in the book. Um, it's called seeding. So it's planting seeds. So throughout the book, I'm talking about, well, in my Write and Grow Rich program, I help my authors get real clarity on this in the um, market research um, workshop that we do. And so I'm talking to people, about, and then people that don't have clarity in their messaging are going, oh, well, maybe I need that message clarity workshop. And so they're, they're already thinking about how they can take a next step. So then when you are all of a sudden now in their world asking them, hey, would you like to take a next step? They're going, well, actually, yeah, you know, that clarity workshop that I, I, I saw that you talked about in chapter two, um, I think that might be something that I could do. It's like, so I could really get clear on the messaging I'm trying to create for my clients. So the book is definitely a marketing tool. It is not about selling books. Now, I'm not telling you to not sell books because I ha have lots of my authors do sell books. I particularly don't sell books, though. I'd rather get the books in as many hands as possible yeah. because I want as many people as possible exposed um, to the idea that this could be something that could work for them. Oh, I love what you said about your like stepping over dollars or handing over. Say that again. That Ste stepping over dollars to pick up nickels. That is really clever. And I'd never thought of it that way. So my mind is like, hmm, right now as you're sharing this. So mm -hmm. that is my biggest takeaway moment from this time with you is that <laughs> stepping over dollars to pick up nickels. Really interesting. I'm going to be thinking about that for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, as we sort of wrap things up, as you know, the podcast is Wake Up With Gratitude. We've talked a little bit about some of your gratitude practices, you know, as you were dealing with your cancer treatment. I'm wondering today, we're five years later out from that. Obviously, you're running a very successful business. You're in a very different place. Are there mm -hmm. still daily gratitude practices that you have? 
Absolutely. And I think it's critically important because I'm just a human. There are mornings or there are times or there are situations or there are challenges that come up in my life all the time still. I just handle them differently now because I have tools in my toolbox. And one of the most important tools is gratitude. It's being able to sit back and go, okay, the universe is providing me with everything I need. And everything that happens to me is not happening to me. It's actually happening for me. And that reason is there to serve me. I might, it might not be, I might not be aware of what the reason is yet, <laughs> but I truly believe that everything happens to us happens to us for a reason. And that reason is there to serve us. So if we can look past all of the challenges and the obstacles and get back to, okay, what am I supposed to be learning from this? And how can I use this to take a next step that goes, that brings me further towards my goals or that life that I desire. And part of my morning uh, gratitude routine, I guess, is I just don't turn on, I do not turn on my cell phone. Sometimes it's 20 minutes, sometimes it's an hour, depending on how much time I've left for myself in the morning. Uh, but my very first thing I put into my head is not an email or a Facebook post or anything to do with my cell phone. The only thing that turns on is some sort of motivational uh, material. I listen to a lot of, there's a lot of compilations on, on YouTube. So I have playlists of, you know, morning routines and morning gratitude. And before you wake up, do this. And I just have little, you know, 10, 15, 20 minute, half an hour snippets, depending on how much time I have. And I turn that on and I bring it with me into the bathroom while I'm brushing my teeth and um, getting ready. So what I'm filling my brain with first thing in the morning is empowering messages, messages of hope, messages of greatness. And I mean, it just sets the tone for my day that I can keep going and going, yeah, you know, um, I got this and I'm heading out into the world to keep chasing after my dreams and helping other people chase after theirs at the same time. So it's very fulfilling. Uh, I would you be open to sharing that playlist with us like the YouTube playlist link? yeah for that sure would be, I would yeah. personally love to do that I had a YouTube morning playlist for some time that was a habit that I had in the past and I've gone away from it so I do different things in the morning but I would love mm -hmm. to see what you're listening to now and it's funny I went back to my YouTube playlist and some of the videos just no longer exist anymore they were whatever mm -hmm. removed. So mm -hmm. I would love to check out what you're listening to. Thank you. And if you don't mind, if you share it, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Now you have a 10 step guide. Can you tell us about that? And then how do we get a copy of this guide? <laughs> right. So if any of this inspired you today, first of all, thank you so much for, you know, taking the time out of your busy day to listen to Julie and I talk about all this stuff. I'm sure there's other things you could be doing, but congratulations on taking a little bit of time out of your day to uh, reflect and, and maybe learn and grow and uh, take some time to invest in yourself. And for that, I have a, a little gift that um, anybody can, can ask for. It's my 10 step guide to plan and write a business building book. So, and it's quite literally, actually, it's more of a workbook than a guide. It's 20 pages wow. with um, templates, checklists, fill-inable fill exercises, and really everything you need to get started on creating that first draft of a manuscript for yourself um, for a marketable book designed to help you grow your business and attract your perfect clients into it. Oh my gosh. I want one now. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to get mine. So where do we find you uh, on the internet? 
So the best way to find me is either on LinkedIn or on Facebook. In fact, Facebook is my preferred method. I get my messenger notifications instantly on my phone. Um, if you send me an email, I'm telling you, it gets buried deep in the inbox. I'm not really an email girl. I like to respond quick and fast and messenger is the best way to get a hold of me. So if we are not connected on Facebook, connect with me on Facebook, send me a private message saying, Hey, I heard you on Julie's podcast and I want a copy of that guide and I'm happy to get you a copy of it immediately. And you're also on Instagram because I do share the podcast through Instagram stories. So we, yes. we can also reach out to you on Instagram. If you see this, yes. if you were listening and you, you know, you, you're on Instagram and you'll see, I, I'm tagging Kim really on some of these posts. Mm -hmm. So, um, I did find you there. I know you just kind of started on Instagram, but I love, I love what you're doing on Facebook. Um, Kim has these great live at five marketing minutes that she does really great at Facebook lives really great at giving away so much excellent content um, without a cost. And I love it because you genuinely want to help people. And then as you said, now you offer a way for people to invest in time with you to actually go through the process of making this book happen because who does not want to write a book of some kind? We all have that book inside us and you have a business that is set up to support um, all these amazing entrepreneurs uh, business people, or maybe even people that are just like, well, I'm, I'd like to market something. How do I, maybe a book is where I start. So thank you so, so much for all you've shared with us today. I really appreciate you're, it. You're welcome. And yeah, there's actually three people in my course right now that do not currently have a business, but they are looking at career shift. So um, it's a great opportunity and who knows, you know, we could look back at 2020. This is how I feel. We could look back at 2020 as the year that the pandemic happened, the year that the forest fires happened and all sorts of tragedy happened. But does that really need to be your story? Unintended. <laughs> Maybe you rewrite your story to one that says, oh my God, I remember 2020. 2020 was the year I became a published author and I changed the course of my business forever. And that's only up to you to decide. Awesome. And if that is something I could support you with, then I would absolutely be blessed and honored and grateful to do that for you. So, Oh, thank you so much, my friend. I really enjoyed this time together and uh, I'm welcome. looking forward to getting into my 10-step guide. I know. I'm excited for you. <laughs> hey friend, thanks for listening right to the end of the podcast. Did you learn something new? Was there some gratitude tip that you'll be able to apply in your life? If there was, or if you'd like to share this podcast with a friend, it would mean so much if you took the time to maybe share the link on social media or send it to a friend in a text message or even post to your stories and tag me in it. You can easily find me on social media. My tags are at wake up with gratitude photo, both on Instagram and Facebook and everywhere else I can be found with my name, which is Julie C M B O Y E R. So that's Julie C M Boye on all other social media. I love getting to know the people that are listening to my podcast. I love hearing from you and let me know which episodes have made a difference in your life. Thanks for listening in. I appreciate every single minute that we share together on the podcast.